Hey, welcome, it's Cara here. Let's talk sleep in today's podcast. I'm from The Sleep Method, where we do completely tailored and bespoke sleep coaching for the families that we work with. Today, I really want to talk to you about if the moment you kind of get your four-year-old who is fighting bedtime, it's a question I get quite a lot into my Instagram direct messages. Whenever we do a Q&A on Instagram or throughout social media, it's you know, what happens when my four-year-old fights bedtime. And we do a lot on here about babies and toddlers, but our babies and toddlers become children and sleep changes so much as our little ones get older. So if you have got a four-year-old or a three-year-old or a five-year-old fighting bedtime, I thought we would look today at why they might be fighting bedtime, what you can do about it, and if there is anything you can do about it, always, always there's a solution to something. We just have to dig a little bit deeper sometimes and we have to find the cause. But if you imagine for a four-year-old, they have got so much going on in their lives that can suddenly impact sleep. For so much of our babies, we spend time focusing on routine and hygiene and teaching them to sleep. So by the time you get to four, five, you have probably got a child that does sleep, but their sleep probably will regress more in different areas. So suddenly bedtime does become a battle or they do wake up more in the night or they wake up earlier in the mornings. And it's often not necessarily to do with sleep hygiene. Often it can be to do with how they feel emotionally and what's going on in their lives around them that's causing them maybe some stress they don't even know is stress they don't know how to describe it as stress but they know change is about and it can be really unsettling and it can cause them to sleep less so sometimes little ones fight bedtime because of circumstance so they have a new sibling in the house it's not an uncommon age for children to get younger siblings and that can feel like a huge change in, in their lives. They're suddenly having to share mum or dad um, and they are trying to find their place in the family now there is more than just them. You know, children, we they, they only think about themselves, not because they're selfish, but because that's just how they're programmed. They're programmed to survive and, and they are relying on everyone else to do that for them. So they become very... Um, selfish isn't the word but they, they, they need you to look after them and when they are there with a new sibling it can feel really unsettling and they can start wondering if you are going to be there in the evenings or in the night for them and it can cause more night wakings. Likewise starting school can cause a lot of separation anxiety, extra tiredness and all of that then contributes towards a messier bedtime, a more fractious bedtime and you know, I know what it's like. I mean, I've got a four-year-old and my daughter, you know, I'll pick her up from school and sometimes she just cries on the step. She loves school, but she's so tired by the time I see her at 3.30. You know, she gets in the car and she's definitely not her best self. She's really tired, but she feels safe to, to be kind of grumpy and upset around us, which is, you know, which is what I want and what, what we all want really as parents. But it can mean that you start off you know, you, you get back together at the end of the day and you can start off on the wrong foot because they're grumpy, you've been busy at work or with a younger sibling or whatever you've got going on in your day. And by the time, you know, you pick them up, you're looking forward to seeing them, but then actually everyone's really grumpy and hungry and tired and cold. And you need to then get back to a place of reconnecting. So if you want a bedtime that's easier and a bit smoother, you need to slow it right down, allow for lots of calm time and actually... Um, focus on reconnecting with your little one at the end of the day. So initially, it might be that they actually come in and they watch a bit of TV, they have a snack and you get dinner ready. 
and actually that's not your time to reconnect that's their time to decompress have time to themselves away from everyone asking things of them having to share their toys and you know a lot of play done at school um sort of reception sorry a lot of it is play so that's a lot of juggling and trying to share with other children and doing what you've been told all day so actually it's quite nice when they get to come in they can go out in the garden and they can watch a bit of tv they can just have a bit of time to themselves it's really important and also you can have time if you've come straight from work which often that's what i'll do i'll go from sort of work mode to mum mode it's quite a hard transition and you know then you're juggling sort of what they want to listen to in the car and you're thinking well i've not had any time to myself so actually i don't mind when the kids want to go and they play in the garden, watch TV, I have a bit of time for myself. It probably is me cooking the dinner, but at least it's time. <laughs> it's like quiet time. And actually I find once they're fed and they've had their bath, it's a really nice time to then reconnect and spend time together as a family or just you and your little one. But kids do need to reconnect with you and talk about their day and they, you know, with school, like we have a bit of reading. So it's a really nice time to have a cuddle and to chat about what they have for lunch and what's going on with them and when they do that and you can have a little bit of a bonding time even if it's just like playing a little game together where you're laughing together they feel really connected to you it's often when you see children come in for a hug or they'll say I love you so much or um you know you're the best mummy ever and it's because they they just come back and they've reconnected with you at that point and then you can start bedtime you don't want to rush bedtime and I would say this actually applies from toddlers all the way up never rush them to bed they still need a lot of calming down time and that could be an hour of calming down time so you typically see children going to bed a bit later because they just need a bit longer to unwind from the day and process what happened in the day some are super chatty but some actually don't tell us what they get on you know what they do in the day my son will say yeah I had a really good day he did but I don't know what, what happened in that day um and that's when they spend a lot of time processing is in that calm time so calm time could be that you're reading to them and then they listen to a story. My children listen to stories. This is by no means an advert, but we actually have, I bought them for Christmas, um, a Yoto Mini each, and I absolutely love them. They have really helped our daughter sleep better because in the middle of the night, she actually resettles herself by putting her st a story back on, on her Yoto. My son will sleep all night, but he'll go to bed later. He He's the sort of child, he's quite spirited and he's quite creative and he needs a lot of calming down time before bedtime. My daughter, she actually is just so tired, she hits the pillow, but she might wake up in the night. She might need the loo, she resettles with her Yoto. I mean, I, I don't have any affiliation with Yoto, but I just like them. I like how easy they are for the kids to use and that they can, at this time of, you know, their, their age of four and five and six, they can start putting their stories back on in the middle of the night. So if you've got a little one that wakes in the night and you can sort of teach them to, um, you put their Yoto back on, for example, or put their own story back on, it actually really helps them with their, their own independent settling. Um, but there's time, you know, you want to allow time basically for them to calm down so that when they do go into bed, they're, they're coming at it from a place of calm and they might play in their room for a little bit, they might play downstairs, whatever works for you guys really, there's no right or wrong way of doing it. Um, but, you know, having special time, having that one-on-one -on -one time with you, maybe not when you get in the door because everyone is kind of hungry and tired and fractious you know you want to put your comfies on they want to get comfortable so actually after they've been fed after they've had a bath or put their pajamas on it's a really good time to muck around together before you take them up to bed 
So you kind of want to do the mucking around, take them up for bed. And then if you have got a more creative or spirited little one who does, is busy and likes to be busy, you might find that you actually read them a story and then you leave them in their room playing for a little bit quietly. Nothing wrong with any of this. You know, sleep does change and develop as our kids get bigger. But you really want to focus on how you can reconnect with them and bring some calm in. And actually over time, you will find bedtimes become so much easier because they are feeling a lot more connected to you. There are so many more reasons and things that contribute to bedtime battles <clears throat> and we won't go into them right now. Um, but I'm about to launch a pocketbook um, all about how you can help your child sleep more, tantrum less and just generally feel happier. So once it's out, I will make sure you guys have a copy of it. Um, but for now, if you have got a four-year-old or a five-year-old or a three-year-old, whatever the age, you've got a child that goes out in the day um, and they're away from you for you know, the best part of the day, focusing on reconnecting and having that calm time, letting them have some time to themselves will really help them at bedtime. And also, there's nothing wrong with, especially if you have got a little one that's just started school, putting them to bed a bit earlier every other night. You know, um, my daughter, I've been putting her to bed at like 6.30 again because she's just so tired. And more often than not, she will go. Especially if I put, leave my son, like he has to stay downstairs with my husband so that they, they don't get too excited and start playing together. We break up their, we break up their naps. Um, their naps, we break up their bedtime. But um, let me know if you have any questions. You can always email me, cara at thesleepmethod.co.uk or find me on Instagram, thesleepmethoduk. Until next week, I hope you have a great one wherever you are listening and I will catch you really soon.